What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Destiny Mahogany, and I am back with another podcast. It's been a minute, but today I decided to talk about the guilt of feeling that you're not enough. Constantly, girls feel this feeling. Women, young girls, we go through this experience of feeling inadequate and the feelings of inadequacy as if we're not enough. And I come to tell you that you are enough. Um, I remember specifically, I don't know if it was last year or the year before last, that I went through this thing of deleting all my social media. And specifically Instagram. I had almost like 600 followers and I deleted it right after I ended a relationship with someone because I felt as if I was not enough and I felt as if that guy didn't like me because I was not enough and because of that I deleted my social media and I went on this turmoil of fear guilt shame depression stopped exercising I ate a lot and it was the most I've ever felt alone in that moment but I also realized I went through that to that degree because my trust, my hope, my love, my light, my life was in this one particular boy instead of it being on God because God is dependable. He's all-knowing. He's trustworthy. He's constant. He's persistent. And men, as human beings, were flaky. And when I refer to men, I mean women and men. We're all flaky individuals. One day we want to do something, the next day we don't. One day we love someone, and then the next day it's like, uh, I have to rethink this. One minute we're so invested into a project, and then the next minute, like, um, I don't feel like doing it. But God, He is a constant God, He is always there, He's omnipresent. And I had to learn why I felt like I was not enough and it was due to comparison I compare my life my looks to other girls to other women where they were what they were doing how they were doing it and where I was and being on Instagram you see all these models and you see their bodies and you see what they present to you and it's just like okay I have to do that to keep a man or to get a man and I'm just like well one i don't have the upgraded iphone two i don't have constant reliable income coming through so i can't just be like you know let me keep buying fashion nova maybe they're sponsoring me and they'll keep sending me packages subscription packages or packages that will let me try the clothes on three i'm in school struggling college student trying to help my mom financially the best way i possibly can And it's just like, that's not enough. If you go on social media, it proves to you that's not enough. That's not, it's not worth it. Going to school, getting an education because all the girls that's on there, what they're doing says that you're not enough. And still battling with my self-image in a way, not to the point where I'm like, oh, I hate myself. It's more like truly accepting the fact I can't change what God created me to be and how he designed me but what I can improve 
are the things he said we can improve. Like improving my heart. I try my best every day asking God to give me a desire to serve, to change my heart, to make sure that my heart is pure and my intentions are pure when I'm interacting with anyone or having conversations with different people every day. I want to make sure that my heart is pure. I also want to make sure that I'm true to myself because when you're true to yourself, there's no need to portray to be this false image to anyone else. You won't be struggling with who you are and who you want to be as an individual. You will always be a constant you will always be at a constant truth with yourself. You will always be constant with your identity and who you are who you strive to be and who you want to be and who you are now it becomes a battle of your identity when you're faking to be something that you're not or portraying to be something to someone else but when you look in the mirror you know that's not you and I had to realize that everything that I've gone through is for a reason and it's for a season in my life that I'm reminding myself that my beauty is so much deeper than my skin. Yes, the world looks at the outer appearance, but the Bible says God looks at the heart. And it's it's something that's innate for us to look at, something that's appealing to the eye. If it's not appealing, I don't want it. That's like literally for everyone. That's how we were programmed to be. Some people may say, oh, you know, I don't look at that. But biologically we look at things that are appealing to the eye if it's not we resist it and we turn away from it and what I have come to know is rejection is not a form of you're not enough I'm starting to look at rejection as if okay it does not mean I'm not enough it means that you're not the one for me and I'm not a place in my life to receive the criticism you have given to me. I'm saying for me the longest rejection has been like this. Oh, I hate you. I don't like you. You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. Um we don't want you here because of this da 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 da. da. That's not rejection. Rejection is never a no. Rejection it to me it's as like the saying it says um a delay is not a denial. And I've looked at rejection as this stab in the back or this thorn in my side, but rejection is not as big as we try to make it seem. The more you get rejected, the more comfortable you are with yourself. If that makes sense, the rejection should not make you turn and walk away and run into a bubble. Rejection should be like, okay. I felt rejection, so the next time it comes around, I know exactly how it feels, and I know exactly what to do with it the next time. And so, being in, putting myself in relationships that were not of God caused me a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of rejection. Rejection, I start to get used to. And I started to feel as if, okay, the next boy I encounter He's not going to like this because the last guy I talked to didn't like it. Oh, you're too intellectual for me. So let me, that means I have to dumb myself down. And I was just like, you know what? My mom didn't raise me that way. My mom didn't teach me to be like that. So it's like, I look in the mirror and I look at myself and say, you are a strong, independent black woman who does not need a yes, sir, or yes, ma'am from anybody. 
you go for it. You go after it. You don't need the the approval of a man to say you're enough. God says that I'm enough. The Bible says I was created in the image and the likeness of God. And I, I don't need approval from man. The only approval I should be seeking is approval from God. And when I, going back to Instagram, when I look at Instagram, there are moments I feel so insecure and I want to hide in this bubble and I want to delete all my, my, all my photos. And I'm just like, okay, God, I have like literally 23 followings. I just started Instagram again. And I'm like, uh, I feel so ashamed. All my friends have all these followings and I'm just like getting started again. But then God was just like, we're all at different levels. Even with Instagram, we're literally at all at different levels. We're all striving to get to somewhere. We're all, we all have issues. We're all trying to finish the race called life. We're all trying to get to a destination. Well, some of us to heaven. We can't, the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Bible also says, if any man be in Christ Jesus, behold, old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. So when you are in Christ, the worldly thinking does not exist. The worldly expectations does not matter. The worldly decisions that you were expected to accomplish does not matter to God. Now it's more like, okay, I'm invested into God. I'm a follower of Christ now. I need to lead and I need to be on the footsteps of Christ. I can't waver. I can't be indecisive. I can't straddle the fence. I can't be like, yes, God, no, God, you know, God, I can't do this. Because you never know when your time is going to come. You never know when God is going to be like, okay, stamp of approval. You did what you had to do. It's time for you to come home now. You just never know. That's why I'm constantly every day trying and praying to God that I crucify my flesh that I deny flesh and serve God that I that God you give me a desire to serve you give me a desire to have a heart after you give me the heart of David that served you that worshiped you that dedicated his time that wanted to give more than receive God I want that type of heart I want to be a godly wife. So God, when so when you do see send my mate to me, God, that I'm prepared and I'm ready. I'm ready to receive everything he has to offer me. And he's ready to receive everything I have to offer him. I don't want to be straddling the fence between should I be in the world or God, should I be in church? Because you you will never be fully, fully satisfied in the world. That's why millionaires can die and still be unhappy because that's not money is not security. Instagram is not security. TV is not security. The Bible, the word, having an intimate relationship with God, that is security. We try to secure money. We try to secure the latest fashion. We try to secure having the latest technology. And we're not stewarding, as Pastor Michael Todd said, we're not stewarding what God is giving us. It's called stewardship. We're so, we want to be in control all the time, but God is saying, I want to have full dominion and power over your life. Because when God does not have the full dominion and power and you feel like as you feel as if you have to have control, everything goes to hell. Everything falls apart. You cannot be a chain breaker if you don't allow the giver of all 
the life of all to help you break those chains. God is here to help you identify your struggles. He's here to help you pull through those struggles. And he's here to help you break those chains and those generational curses that your father, your mother didn't break. And if you don't break them, they're going to fall on your kids. We have to get to a place where we don't let the guilt of feeling unworthy stop us from reaching God. Because the enemy will literally plant seeds in your mind to say to you that you're not enough, that you're not worthy, that you're not fit, that you can't build a kingdom, that you can't lift up your family, that you can't be the man of your house, that you can't be the woman of your house that will lead your children, your husband to Jesus, that will be that prayer warrior. God is saying, deny flesh, come to me, deny flesh, come to me. It's so easy to give it to flesh, but it's so hard to tap into the word. Trust me, I've been there and I'm still learning. I'm only 20 and I have a long way to go. But I'm saying you're not too young to serve God. Don't let anyone demise you or belittle you and say, oh, you're too young. You're never too young to serve God. God will send angels to you. He will send mentors to you to help guide you and lead you. You're never too young to totally surrender your life to God. Don't use an excuse, I'm in college. You know, this is a time that I'm getting to know myself and self-discovery. Yes, there's a right way to to pursue self-discovery. There's a right way to pursue finding self-confidence. I have been in relationships and situations where I look back and I'm like, I could have avoided those things. The Bible says, no unclean hand shall touch the clean. And I have let that happen. And I am, I will never let that happen again. I will never let that happen again. Conversations. Conversations that contaminate your spirit. That will push you further away from God. Check friendships. Check relationships. Check familyships. Because those are the most important relationships you will have in your life. And those are the three relationships that can pull you down and push you further away from God. Don't let the hype of what you see distract you from God. Don't let the hype of what you heard distract you from hearing God's voice. Don't let the voices in your head hinder you from reaching your full potential of who you are, who you strive to be. The breaking of the generational curses start now. The feelings of inadequacy stops here, today, right now. You are enough. You are loved. You are cared for. God cares about you. And there are moments I feel like I'm not beautiful, but I know that's not me. Because I'm created in the image and the likeness of God. And those thoughts are not God. God says, think of, think of those things that are lovely, pure, honest. And none of those thoughts are pure. None of those thoughts are honest. So it is not God. Follow God. Follow into him. Fall into him. Don't fall out of him. The enemy will send distractions. He will send people, things that will push you so far from God. And when you're ready to go back, you feel like you've fallen so far. That God will not accept you. But 
John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him, him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's how much God loved you, that he sacrificed his only son for your sins, for you to redeem yourself. Redemption is a part of God's plan for your life. I just wanted to encourage someone. I just wanted to help someone get through that. And to get through whatever you're going through. And for me, there are moments I feel like I'm unworthy and I'm not prepared and I'm not ready to serve God. But God is always at a tug in my heart saying, you're a worshiper. You, you're going to lead people out of depression, out of strongholds. Let go of the past and move forward. So telling someone who's listening to this podcast, let go of the past and move forward in God. You are beautiful. You are enough. Don't let the girls on Instagram tell you or make you feel that you're not enough. Don't delete those photos. Keep it there. You're beautiful. You're worthy. You have, you have it. You don't need the money. You don't need the car. You don't need the status. You don't need the relationship. You need God. Depending and trusting in him. And so God, we ask that you will enter into the hearts of anyone that listens to this podcast. That you would structure them, God. Mold them into the image of who you want them to be. God, that they will stay in your will, God. You said, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So God, we ask for a renewed mind, God, and also a renewed faith. A faith, God, that's not wavering, God, but a faith that is constant. God, that through trials and tribulations, God, that we will hold on to your garment, that we will touch you, God, that we will plead to you, God, that we will cry to you. That God, that feelings of inadequacy are not you, but of the enemy. That faulty thinking is not you, but God, it's the enemy. So God, we usher you into our homes. We usher you into our houses. We usher you into our jobs. God, we usher you, God, into our church. And God, we ask that you fix the brokenness, that you mend the parts, God, that are are broken, that we can't put back together again. God, even with generational curses, God, that hover over our mind and our lives, God, that stop us from reaching our destiny, God, we remove them now, God, and we plead the blood over them. And God, we ask, God, that you remove distractions, even relationships, God, that will push us away from you. In your son Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I love you, but God loves you best. I appreciate you for listening to my podcast. Make sure you come back for more and I'll see you guys next time.